You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you are able to make use of your employment rights to get the answers you need to secure your rights at work. Before we start, just a reminder that if you like what we are doing, it would really help us if you could tell other people about this podcast so we can help more people. You can find all our contact and support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast episode. Just scroll down for the links to share the podcast with your family, friends and colleagues. And if you have an iTunes account or an Apple Music account, please leave us a review and let us know what you think. This week, we start a mini-series looking at suspensions that take place at work. In this first episode, we're looking at your employer's use of suspensions from work and the three duties your employer needs to consider before suspending you. So a suspension at work might come about if you're being investigated at work for some form of misconduct. Misconduct being actions that go against your employer's code of conduct or against your contract of employment, or against your employer's disciplinary procedures, where you are likely to find a list of misconduct or gross misconduct actions or behaviours. You could also be suspended at work for health and safety reasons, like, for example, allegations of not following health and safety procedures, or causing a risk to the health and safety of others, or in rarer occasions where the employer believes the workplace has become a risk to your health and safety, which would require you to be suspended whilst a risk assessment is completed before you can return to work. Now, the question often asked is whether you should get any notice about being suspended. And the answer here is no. Your employment rights do not specify that your employer has any legal duty to give you notice or any warning that you are being suspended. But to be sure, you'll need to check your company's grievance and disciplinary policy, which sets out all the actions your employer is supposed to take as part of the company's disciplinary process, including how the company deals with suspensions. If your employer is supposed to give you notice of suspension, the duty to do so will be written into that policy. But there is no employment right compelling your employer to give you notice of suspension. In the experiences of workers and employees, whom we collectively call workers in this podcast, Many workers have been subjected to a suspension at work and have talked about the experience feeling very one-sided. And what they meant by this is that the suspension felt like it was something done to them. 
which left them feeling like they had already been proven guilty of doing something, the details of which they often knew very little about. Workers felt they had very little room to challenge the decision to suspend them and felt they also had very little room to challenge why they had been chosen for suspension when someone else involved in the allegations of misconduct was not suspended. But we'll say a little bit more about differences in treatment during suspension in next week's episode when we look at what you can do to challenge your suspension after you have been suspended. But to a large degree, it is correct that you have very little power to challenge a suspension at the time the action is being taken against you. Instead, if you are given an instruction to leave the premises, then you have to leave, because to not do so could see your employer levying further allegations of misconduct against you. But before suspending you, your employer does have a duty to consider three key points. And remember here, duty is linked to duty of care. And a failure of this duty could become grounds for you to challenge your employer's conduct towards you after you have been suspended and further on in the disciplinary process. But at this stage, we're looking at the duty your employer has to you before suspending you. So what are the three key duties? Firstly, and surprisingly, in order to suspend you, there must be a provision in your contract of employment or in one of the company policies, which, remember, includes all the company's policies and procedures, including the company grievance and disciplinary policy. So there must be a provision to suspend you, and the provision must be in those documents for your employer to have the authority to suspend you from your job. And that can also include the right person having the authority to suspend you. You'll be surprised how many employers don't have suspension provisions in company contracts or policies. And if your contract doesn't have it, then to suspend you could lead to you being able to claim breach of contract in an employment tribunal. Because technically, your employer did not have any contractual right to suspend you or the person suspending you did not have the authority to do so. Now, of course, a tribunal would look at more than what is in your contract when deciding whether you have been treated unfairly. But at face value, your employer must have a suspension contractual clause to be able to suspend you. Secondly, your employer has a duty to consider whether suspending you from work is the only option available to the company. And this is important because if there is another way to remove the alleged risks you pose to the company or to the investigation of your alleged misconduct by, for example, restricting you to working from home or restricting your access to only certain parts of the company's computer system or moving you to another department or even moving you to another location. Your employer is expected to consider these options before deciding that suspension is the only possible route to take. 
And thirdly, your employer is duty bound to look at what impact the suspension will have on you before and during your suspension and is expected to make provision to deal with that impact. So these are the first three areas you should look at if you're facing a suspension. Because if your employer has not managed their duty correctly, you could argue that your employer's failure, amongst other possible breaches of your contractual rights, has also affected the implied trust and confidence between you and your employer that is part of all contracts of employment. And a breach of that duty is enforceable in an employment tribunal. Now, implied trust and confidence in a suspension situation means that your employer should not or will not do anything that might damage the relationship between you or, whilst using the suspension, make it difficult for you to continue working for the company. But you may feel that in suspending you, your employer might well be irrevocably damaging the working relationship between you. And that might be because you believe that by suspending you, your employer will damage your reputation with your colleagues or damage your standing in the company, making you feel that your employer has failed in their duty of care towards you. But in situations like this, how you feel your employer has treated you and what you have to prove in a dispute hearing or in an employment tribunal These are two different things and in next week's episode we'll say a little bit more about this. And that's it for this week. Our takeaways for this week are that if you face a suspension or you are already suspended, consider the three key actions your employer should take or should have taken to demonstrate a duty of care towards you before you are suspended. The three actions being, number one, does your employer have a contractual right to suspend you? Number two, is suspension the only option? And number three, has your employer made provision for the impact the suspension will have on you? As usual, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this week's episode. And if you need help with organising your thoughts or your evidence into a complaint, you can download our free Employment Rights Online checklist, which contains 15 smart actions that you can use to help you to challenge bullying and unfair treatment at work. You'll also find the link to the download in the show notes for this episode. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.